0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's
1: Charles Caps, The Others of Hebrews 11. Verse 37, they were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, they were slain by the sword, they wandered about in sheepskin, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, in mountains, in dens, and caves of the earth. All these having obtained a good report through faith, receive not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Now see, when people identify with the others of Hebrews 11, why don't they go ahead and identify with verse 40, that God has provided better things for us. We don't have to suffer those things. I mean, if it was necessary for the gospel's sake, we should be willing to do that. And in some places in the world today, they do suffer some of these things. But still yet, I'm convinced, under this new covenant, from what the Bible says, God has made a way of escape. Now, either they didn't find it or they didn't take it when they found it. The Apostle Paul, for instance, he didn't take a way of escape. Do you remember when the Apostle Paul kept going to the Jews and kept getting him in trouble? And I mean, he really got in some problems. Well, God told him to go to the Gentiles. But he kept going back to the Jews. And every time he went back to the Jews, he'd get stoned, get in trouble. But God sent him to the Gentiles. Now, see, he was going beyond his call to duty. It was not his requirement to go to the Jews. It was to the Gentiles that he sent him. But he kept going back to the Jews. Now, I'm not criticizing Paul for that. I'm just pointing out something to you. Because there's some people sometimes that'll do things, that will get themselves persecuted. And sometimes people just do things for the sake of getting persecuted so they can feel real religious about it. But now let me point out something else to you about Paul. On one occasion, he was let down the wall in a basket. You remember that? Wasn't it in Damascus? That uh, they surrounded the city with a garrison to catch Paul and they let him down the wall in a basket so he could escape. God made a way of escape for Paul. And he took it. Thank God he took it. But yet, in the 21st chapter of the book of Acts, you find that the apostle Paul was there preaching one night. And Agabus, the prophet, had come to listen to him. He was on his way to Jerusalem. And Agabus took Paul's belt or girdle and he bound his hands with them. And he said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. Now, what's he doing? He's telling Paul what the Holy Ghost is saying about him going to Jerusalem. He said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. So shall it be done to the man that owns this girdle if he goes to Jerusalem. Paul said, that doesn't move me. He said, I'm going anyway. Now, do you see some of the problems that Paul got into? God made a way of escape. He sent a prophet of God down there to tell Paul, Paul, if you go to Jerusalem, you're going to get bound. Of course, Paul didn't understand all that he said. He thought that it was just the men that was going to bind him. But it was the religious tradition that got him bound down there. That he went in there and started compromising the word. And he even made a vow and did some things that was not under the new covenant. It was under the old covenant. Got him in a heap of trouble. Ended up getting bound just like the Holy Ghost said. Now, somebody said, well, did he miss God? Well, it sure appears that he did. Now, I'll not judge that. But let's say this. At least he went beyond the call of duty. God didn't require him to go there. God told him what was going to happen. Now, see, this will explain to you why some of the things happened under the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Because some of these people had a way of escape, but they didn't take it. Paul did not take the way of escape. Now, he did when he was let down the wall in a basket. He took the way of escape that God revealed there. But right here on the other hand then, he stood there while the prophet of God told him, Paul, you're going to get bound when you go to Jerusalem. Now, see, maybe it was that Paul said, well, this is too important. I just believe that I need to do this, so I'm just going to do it anyway. I know I'm going to get bound, but there's going to be some good come out of it. And don't you go off and say that I said that Paul was absolutely wrong when he did that. I didn't say that. I just don't know. I know one thing, that the prophet of God showed him what was going to happen, and he went anyway. Now, see, when we know something's going to happen, we've got a way of escape, but we don't take it. Then don't blame that on God. (laughs) Now, if we understand these things, it'll help us in all the other things of life, see, to understand the scriptures here. That now we have an intercessor. So don't try to identify just with the others of Hebrews 11. Go through your Bible and mark the scriptures that identify with victory and being victorious. You can take a person's Bible and just thumb through it and look at the scriptures that they have underlined. And you can tell where they are. You can locate them. Because if they're having pity parties, if they think they're another Job, if they think they're the others of Hebrews 11, they'll have all the suffering scriptures underlined and they'll have them underlined in red, arrows pointing to them. But you take a person that has faith in the Word of God and the power of His might to deliver them, and that God will make a way of escape in every situation that they face, they'll have all of the faith scriptures underlined, where through faith they subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, escaped the edge of the sword. And all of these things will be underlined. Now that tells you a lot about the individual. And how they're thinking. Because you see when we think wrong. We believe wrong. Then when we believe wrong. We end up acting wrong. And we don't do the things. That the Bible says to do sometimes. See we're going to have to act on God's word. Now I think one of the most common mistakes. That people make. Is the fact that they try to relate. To the things that happened under the old covenant. For their life. No you're living under the new covenant. Right here in verse 40 of Hebrews 11th chapter says, God having provided some better things for us. He's provided a better covenant for us. See, the old covenant was not as good as the new covenant. The Bible said God found fault with it. Solomon found fault with it. He said under this old covenant said you'd be better off dead than alive fact he said you'd be better off if he had never been born than to even been born and died under the old covenant. Because I'll tell you there was some problems under that covenant. And God seeing that it was not perfect and he changed it. Now I know that we get criticized sometimes. And people say well you must think that you have more faith than the patriots have. Well now let's think about that for just a minute. Why wouldn't we have more faith? than the people under the Old Covenant when the Old Covenant did not have the promises that we have under the New Covenant. Not one place in the Old Covenant says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Not one place under the Old Covenant that says, take the name of Jesus and cast out demons. Not one place. You see, there was no power on the side of those that were oppressed. The only ability they had to escape those things was stay under that covenant of promise, stay under the umbrella of protection. And when they did, then they were under God's protection. But once they got outside of that, they got out here under the curses, and the curses consumed them. But thank God. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Well, thank God we're the seed of Abraham. The blessings of God are ours. See, He redeemed us from the curse. He didn't redeem us from the blessing. He redeemed us from the curse. We're redeemed from the curse. So we're not under the old covenant. See, you get on over to Galatians 3.29, and He says, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. What promise? The promise God made to Abraham. In Romans, the fourth chapter, it records it, that the promise to Abraham and his seed that he would be heir of the world was not to Abraham and his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. And then Paul said, the righteousness which is of faith says, the word is nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So what are we saying? We're saying that surely... You should have, and I should have, and every believer should have more faith under the new covenant than any of the people under the old covenant had. Because they did not have the promises. See, you couldn't have faith to believe God for deliverance when there was not a promise of deliverance. The only promise of deliverance was if you stayed under that law and kept the law, and there's not any of them kept the law. The curses came. But thank God we are redeemed from the curse. (laughs) i tell you what I'm about ready to shout again. We're redeemed from the curse of the law. So don't identify with the things under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. The new covenant's better than the old covenant. Thank God for the patriarchs that suffered those things. Some of them went beyond what they had to suffer. So we wouldn't have to suffer. So they could get the gospel to us. But let's walk in the light of what we have. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if you hear God's word, the word of promise, you can have faith for it. They didn't even have the word of promise that we have, so they couldn't have faith for it. Certainly we have more faith than they had because we have better promises. In the next session, we're going to take some individual scriptures in the Bible and going to share some of those things, how they've been misunderstood, and we're going to give some light to them in the light of the scriptures, and they will set you free when you get the knowledge of it.
0: God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We're talking about all this week now, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is the second week, but our CD offer this week will be number 7217. That's 7217. The Others of Hebrews 11. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. The Others of Hebrews 11. You notice it talks about in Hebrews 11. It's the great hall of faith, we call it, the hall of faith chapter. Uh, "...faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." It talks about Enoch. It talks about Abel, the faith that Abel had. And it says, "...without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him." By faith, Noah warned of God, saved his household. That was all the righteous in the earth at that time. By faith, Abraham journeyed in a foreign country to receive the promise Through faith Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Therefore spring there even of one, and him as good as dead, and talking about Abraham and Sarah so many as the stars of the sky and multitude and of the sand upon the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and was persuaded of them, embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. Now somebody said, see, all these believe God and they never received the promise. Well, now this is a conditional promise. This is a time for this promise to come about. In Acts the 7th chapter, verse 17 says, When the time of the promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt. So there was a time element in this. It couldn't have happened in their generation. Somebody's always saying, well, what if you do all this faith stuff and then you die, you know, without receiving the promise? (laughs) Well, don't try to drag some of the Old Testament stuff over into the New Testament. That's offer number 7217. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon.
1: To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps.